You are listening to the VBAC Link Podcast, special episode number four. Today, Megan and I are here with our own husbands, and we are going to be sharing VBAC birth and pregnancy from their perspectives. So get ready, because this is sure to be a favorite episode of yours. You are tuned in to the VBAC Link Podcast with Julie Francom and Megan Heaton, VBAC moms, doulas, and educators here to help you get inspired for birth after having a C-section. Together, they have created a robust VBAC preparation course along with this uplifting podcast for women who are preparing for their VBAC. Although these episodes are VBAC specific, they encourage all expectant moms to listen and educate themselves on how to avoid a cesarean from the get-go. The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is not meant to replace advice from any other qualified medical professional. Here are your hosts, Julie and Megan. Welcome, welcome, and happy Monday. Guys, are you excited? We're doing special episodes every Monday in December for you. It's like a little Christmas gift from us to you. So we hope you're enjoying it. We hope you enjoyed last week. We've got a really good one coming up for the next two weeks, but perhaps my very favorite special episode of this month is going to be tonight, where we are talking with my husband, Nick, and Megan's husband, Rick. So pay attention during the conversation, because you know their names rhyme, because Megan and Nick I are in a lot of ways. <laughs> We've got Nick and Rick here, and they are going to tell you all about what they thought through all of our birth journeys and our doula life and all of those things, including how much they hate having placentas in our freezer. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, so this is an episode that we have been asked multiple times. We brought it up probably, oh, two months ago, three months ago, and yeah, we had forever. so many people respond saying, yes, 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 we'd love to hear from your husband. So here you go, guys. We are going to start it off with some questions and really getting a better idea, and maybe we're going to learn some things too, Julie. Yeah, but um, getting sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting a better idea of how our husbands viewed the VBAC journey, the C-sections, all of it. So yeah, you better right, make Julie? it good, guys, or else you'll be sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> all right. So I guess. I want to ask the first question because I know one of the most vulnerable moments in mine and my husband's relationship was when we had the complications with our first pregnancy. I had preeclampsia and then an unnecessary C-section. And Nick, I, I don't want to tell the story for you because I'm, I'm about to start telling the story. But my husband, Nick, will you share your feelings about the end of our pregnancy and through, through the cesarean and afterwards? with everybody just tell the little story in your own words of course <laughs> sure my feelings um it felt like it went really fast um like everything was happening and it felt like i was just out of control um or i didn't have any control usually i like to watch surgeries and stuff like that but the doctors were cutting you open and pulling you open i was freaking out and so me trying to comfort you even though you were drugged up and had no idea what I was saying you know, is more comforting for me <laughs> to to say those those comfort you know like you're doing great stuff like everything's going well otherwise I think I would have just you know really lost you know just kind of lost it or whatever I wouldn't have known what to what else to do 
Were they talking to you at all, Nick, like during the procedure, during the surgery? Uh, a little bit, but he wasn't really, you know, the doctor wasn't very comforting or, or really paying attention to me, so I don't think he realized how much I was freaking out, or if he did, he just didn't care. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to mention kind of something, a fun fact if no one knows, if you haven't heard um, episode two and three of Julie and I's feedback stories and C-section stories, but Nick and Rick actually are going to be talking about the same doctor as far as who performed our C-sections because the same doctor performed mine and Julie's C-sections. So, babe, if you, to handing it over to Rick, that's what I call him, that's his, his name in my in my. In my view, it's babe. If you hey, wait, find... another fun fact before you ask your question. Yeah. Nick yeah. and Rick have never met in real life, guys. No. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Our husbands have never met each other. So, like, official introductions, like, Nick, meet Rick. Rick, meet Nick. Yeah. Yes. And hopefully we're, we're going we're gonna to change that here soon. But Yeah. So, Rick, if you wouldn't mind telling me, you know, my C-section with our daughter, or our C-section, my C-section, but with our daughter, Lainey, it wasn't as, I guess, crazy. Like, it was pretty like, okay, like, we're going to do a C-section now. Throw this on. Um, You know, how did you feel during that? Like, first baby, we really didn't know what we were doing. What would be your your view on that first C-section? I mean, honestly, I didn't know. I mean, you never had a regular birth or normal birth. I don't know what you guys call it on the podcast before. So I didn't know that anything was like really wrong. You know, your doctor just came in and said, Hey, you're not really progressing. And so we need to take you to the OR. And I mean, I could tell that you were a little bit upset. I wasn't really just cause I was going to meet our kid. And so, yeah, it was not really that, that insane. We went to the operating room you know, they, they pulled Laney out. That was, that was weird <laughs> seeing the kid pulled out of the stomach, but, uh, yeah, it wasn't super strange. It wasn't crazy either. I felt like it was calm. fairly well organized. So yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't at all scared at any point in time during our, during, um, our oldest birth. Yeah, I would say it was a little different, like super calm. And I just kept saying like, stand up, take pictures, like, Keep, keep taking pictures, like stand up. But I also do remember that that particular doctor, like he just wasn't like, he wasn't really talking to us or or involving us. He, Him and the doctor just were, you know, the assistant was just kind of doing their own thing. So I would kind of say that would be relative to Julian Nick's birth with their oldest. You know, we were just kind of by ourselves. And like, I don't really remember anybody else besides Rick right there by my side. I don't even remember the anesthesiologist, but so now the next question I want to ask you guys, um, and I'll ask Rick first, and then we'll maybe bounce it over to Nick is, um, you know, once, so now we had our C-sections and we're telling you we want to be back and you maybe don't even know what that is. Maybe you do, you know, how did you feel when we were like, Hey, we want to do this. Like, did you feel like that was scary? Did you, did you question us at all? How did you feel? Honestly, I was fairly ignorant about the whole process. You know, I figured as long as the, the doctor was there and it was something that um, everybody was on board with, it was going to be going to be great. And so, yeah, I really didn't know what it was 
at that at that point in time. And frankly, I didn't know like how much it it meant to you either to uh, to do it. So, you know, when our second one ended, not in you know, it ended in another C section. I didn't realize it was you know that that big of a deal, actually. Yeah, for sure. And I think something that one of my biggest things that I will just say that meant a lot. For, for me, or from you, I should say, is that you remembered, like, even though you knew, you didn't know how much it meant to me, and you, you knew I didn't want that, then when it was that time, like, you remembered some things that I wanted that I didn't even remember, like the mirror and being involved in the music and stuff like that. So thanks to you, if I haven't already said that, for, for making that happen. How about you, Nick? How did you feel about it when Julie said, not only, hey, I want to be back, but hey, I want to be back at home? <laughs> it didn't go uh, it all at once like that. <laughs> but, but yeah, go ahead, Nick. <laughs> I mean, we got pregnant the second time. I, I you know, kind of like Rick, I wasn't, I was oblivious to whatever risks there were. I was already used to Julie. You know, if she was interested in something, she'd spend a lot of time researching it and pick the thing that's best for her. You know, for the most part, I thought it was, oh, yeah. Sure, let's let's go along with it. I uh, didn't have any objections by any means. So I remember when we when I was doing my final prenatal with my hospital midwives and switching to home birth midwives, and you know we had talked a lot and made you know made this decision together. And going into that appointment, we were already on board with that. But but you took some convincing to get to, to the home birth, to, like, feel comfortable with that. So do you want to talk about, like, the process that you had to go through for you when I came to you, after I came to you with this, with this information? Well, that's, a diff- that's different. You know, when we wanted to have a, a, nat- a feedback, that was one thing. But, and I was, okay, yeah, let's do it at the hospital at that point. You know, I had a different job, and we'd have had to pay, like, 500 bucks out the door just ask at a hospital and you said hey let's do a VBAC and the first thing I saw was just our insurance isn't covering it and it's going to cost an arm and a leg <laughs> I was just like I, I, don't, I didn't see the, the, the point or the, the, the importance or what it really meant to be able to have a, you know, have a kid at, at your own home and then the next thought was like oh my gosh it's going to be messy it's going to be everywhere I don't want to clean this up. I don't want to. I didn't. I don't want to touch the stuff or anything. I was just like, it was. It was not appealing to me at all. I remember that conversation I had with the hospital midwife. I just asked her, like, about you know, home birth. You know, like what her thought. I like honestly wanted to know. Like in my mind, and me and Nick had already agreed we were going to switch. And I said, I mentioned that to her, and she's like, Oh my gosh. Do not birth at home because if you have a uterine rupture at home, you and your baby will die. And I, like, left that appointment, and I didn't know whether to laugh at her or, like, feel sad because she really had no idea what she was talking about. But I, I, I left and I called Nick, and I was talking to him, and he's like, well, that's why we're having a home birth. And, like, at that point, I, like, that's when I knew you were really sold on the idea is when you, when you made that statement to me because, because that's when I knew that you knew, that you understood what it was. Do you remember that? Or do you remember like that? Or maybe you just like <laughs> knew I was going to do it anyway, so you might as well be on board. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of conversations in there, there we had where you were saying, you know, explaining why. But I do remember that call 
from you because I had met that same midwife before, and I thought she was just just an idiot. <laughs> just like every, it felt like everything she said was just nonsense and didn't make any sense to me at least. And I try to be as rational as I can. And but yeah, like Wait, at that so, point. So sorry, this ahead. is Rick. And just for clarification, Julie, so did you have your home birth? Yeah, I've had three. <laughs> did you and your baby die? No, and my uterus did not rupture either, <laughs> which is pretty awesome, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so hard, and it, it really is so hard, not only as a VBAC mom, to hear statements like that, but then also, you know, when our providers are telling us, you know, going into that second birth with, with our second daughter that ended in a repeat section, like, I felt like, my provider came in and, and maybe I just felt this way and maybe I'm the only one, but really came in and used Rick as a tool to, to scare me into doing it. You know, my, my membranes had been ruptured for so long and for 18 hours and, you know, I, I don't know, Rick, maybe you took it a different way, but I, I took it as like he came in and told Rick that, you know, the risk of infection was so high and I was crazy and, I don't know. I just I feel like it is so it is so hard to interpret some of the things that they're said. And for husbands, you know, their their overall goal is to have a safe baby and a healthy wife and a healthy baby. You know, everyone's safe. And so when they hear statements like that, it's it's hard to to sometimes talk you guys into really knowing what's that. So to say that, like, well, let's say we're having home birth. I'm sure, Julie, that just meant the world to you. I know when Rick, when I told him halfway through my pregnancy, hey, I actually don't think I want to have a hospital birth. Uh, birth. I want to maybe have a birth, you know, in a birth center. Do you remember your response, hun? Um, it, it's funny. I thought about it similarly to, to Nick. I was looking at the financial aspect, and I remember you presented, like, three options. And we went through, like, the worst-case scenarios of each option and, like, how much that would cost. And I remember mm-hmm. you chose the most expensive one. And I was like, sweetheart, why in the world are you choosing the most expensive option? It obviously ended up not being expensive because things went, you know, the way that they were supposed to. But, yeah, I just remember <laughs> expressing frustration. It was like, look, you know, our, our kid's going to come. And that's, and that's the point, right? The point of having a baby is to actually have the baby and, uh, you know, Obviously, I wasn't the one going through the birth, so I had no idea what uh, what you guys were going through. And so, yeah, when we had that conversation, I just remember. I mean, obviously, you know, it sounds it sounds like our relationship is similar to Nick and Julie. If, if you want to do something, you're gonna get that. Um, and <laughs> I so, think you guys have learned to just like get out of our way when we yeah. <laughs> when we made up our minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so. And so it was one of those things. It's like, okay, well, I mean, you're gonna do what uh, you're gonna do what you want to do in, in this situation, and you should, right? It's, it's your body, your pregnancy, and so you, you know, we ended up doing that, and ended up uh, being, you know, great. But I just remember how frustrated I was that, you know, you picked the most expensive option. Yeah, I was gonna say that's exactly. You're like, why are you choosing the most expensive option? And I was like, but it's not going to be. And you're like, but it's the most expensive option. And I just remember, like, so many nights feeling like you were probably so frustrated with me, but and I'm sure glad that you supported me through that. 
All right. Julie, do you have another question that you would like to ask? Yeah, I want to hear from these guys. You know, we've um, a lot has changed, and not only your minds, but in, in our minds, Megan and I, uh, through, throughout the years. And, you know, um, you've had two C-sections and a V-back after, and I had one C-section and three V-backs. And, and both of us, I V-backed at home, Megan V-backed at a birth center. And I want to know, like, how you guys feel about it now. How do you feel about out-of-hospital birth? now and how do you feel about VBAC now and Nick I want you to go first because I've got a funny little story to tell if you don't tell it first so go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so I mean birth at a hospital you know it's great but from everything I've heard from you and, and whatnot and learned on my own most doctors you know they don't have your best interest at heart or your or the baby's best interest being able to create your own, like, safe environment at a hospital isn't always possible. You know, like Joey said, we had three kids at home in two different ho homes, and it was, you know, each each time was great, and regardless of whatever um, risks or, or cost or whatever like that. But, I mean, like, the risks every time were minimal, and I think as long as the risks are minimal or to none, I don't see a problem with having a baby at home anymore if we were to have more kids which we're not but thank goodness <laughs> you know i just a different point of view i guess i just you know a little more wary i ask more questions even when i go to the doctor now just because of all these experiences yeah definitely i i think that's true i mean obviously most of our listeners are going to be having hospital births and and i and i don't think you know uh, in this episode, we're going to talk a lot about out-of-hospital birth just because that's the birth that we had. But we don't think hospital births are, are inherently bad. We think it's just, you know, you're, you're going to have to do a little more work to um, have the birth that you want in a hospital, and that's okay. And that's probably not even true for everybody because um, a lot of people that go to hospitals end up, you know, wanting epidurals and things like that. Uh, it's just something that, um, that we've learned, and, and it's our preference and what we feel is best for us. So the funny story I wanted to tell is for with my fourth birth, for some reason I wanted to go to the hospital for the fourth birth, and I think it was just because, you know, financially I wanted I didn't want to, um, you know, but it's funny because our most expensive birth ended up being our hospital birth, um, which cost us nine thousand dollars out of pocket, and none of our home births cost more than four thousand, so which is so funny, but. And so I ended, we ended up going to uh, back to a hospital at the beginning of the pregnancy. And, okay, I just felt like it was right for me. But anyways, uh, near the end of the year, our insurance changed. And it didn't cover any of the most popular hospitals in our state, which is a whole other issue. But um, I, was, I remember being devastated. I'm like, I, w I did not want to birth at any of the other hospitals that were going to be actually covered under our new insurance and so I just like the thought popped into my head and I instantly felt at peace about it and I like, just switched back to home birth and I instantly felt at peace and I'm like oh no I'm like Nick is gonna be so mad at me he's not gonna understand we already had this financial plan worked out he's gonna be so upset but like I can't just how am I gonna tell him that I don't wanna you know I can't birth any of these other hospitals because I wouldn't feel safe or supported there and so I call Nick, and I was like, okay, just don't overreact, and just hear me out. Don't get ahead of me here. And so I told him 
about the insurance changes that we that I saw coming, and I said, so I think we should just switch back to home birth. I feel like it's really the right thing to do, and I feel like overall cost-wise, it's going to be about the same. And da -da. and he's like, yeah, that's fine with me. Honestly, I was just really wondering why we weren't going with the home birth in the first place. And I was like, wow, okay. Well, that, that was really <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So thanks for that, Nick. <laughs> All right, babe. What do you, yeah, what do you Rick, think? Let's hear it. <laughs> how 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 would you view it now? I mean, yeah, like what were your fears of going to the birth center when I told you, hey, I want to do this, and how would you view it now after we did it? Honestly, I I really don't think my viewpoints changed a ton on it. You know, again, I'm a guy and I don't get the the, the pregnancy thing. So you know, as long as uh, I, I get a kid out of it, you know, then it's an A plus pregnancy. But That's I just pretty easy I mean, you were, <laughs> I know, right? You were you were so much you were so much happier after Webb's birth and not to say you didn't fully love our other two kids. It just the process was a lot better for you. So that that aspect I, I do understand now that uh, I, I didn't quite then. And, but like in, in terms of the differences between a, a VBAC and a C-section, I mean, we went to a place, had a, um, had a baby and brought the baby home. The nice thing about the birth center is that we were able to bring our, our kid home that night, which was awesome. I hate staying in hospitals. And so uh, it was really nice to be able to bring him home immediately. And I mean, I'm assuming for Julie and Nick, being able to just you know, walk to the bedroom where you're going to put uh, put your baby down would have been even better. Yeah. So, but no, sweetheart. If well, one, we're done having kids, and two, you're not we'll having a home birth. That. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see about that. No, no. But I want you guys to have another one. <laughs> Lots of people do. <laughs> no, you know, I I just remember when I was telling you that, like once we got past the whole financial aspect. You know, one of the things that you mentioned is, like, I don't know, like, it's going to be weird, like, just going home and not having, you know, like, in the hospital, you have nurses, and they come in, and they check baby's vitals, and they check your vitals and everything, and I remember that being something that you were just not too sure about, and then it ended up being one of your favorite things of going home and just being in our bed that night, and it was just, it was awesome. So good. I'm glad. I'm glad you at least have a good view on it. Okay, so... Now, let's talk about doulas. Now, you're doula husbands, so hopefully you support doulas, right? And you love doulas. But when I know, I don't know about Nick necessarily. I know that, <laughs> I, know, I, I don't know exactly your views on all of your doulas, but I should say, I know that Rick wasn't super excited about the idea the first time when I asked him about a doula. So question is, is you know, how did you feel about having a doula and how did they help you during the journey? So the nice thing for us is that you had during our, our second birth, you had a uh, nurse who was a doula and yep. she was fantastic. She was so you know attentive to what you were trying to do. And so, so I got a, I got a little bit of a taste of what a doula could do for, for free, which was, oh, I mean, it definitely wasn't free, but, but, you know, that was kind of included in our, uh, in our birth. And so that, that was, that made my experience a little bit 
easier to swallow. Um, the other thing is that you, for the, the last birth, you knew the doulas really, really well, and I had met them personally. And again, it was one of those things where, you know, if it was going to make you happy, let's, let's do it. Let's make it happen. And so that, uh, I mean, they were, they were great during the, uh, during the labor because you're a little bit needy and by a little bit, I mean, you're super needy. And so I think you had at one point five doulas in your four doulas in your, um, what you were laboring. And then your cousin was there too. And me, um, and it still, I don't think was enough for you. So, um, it was, it was just, it was just great to have that, uh, have that extra support. But that, again, that was something that I saw with your, uh, with your nurse that was a doula beforehand. So, and do you remember me asking you for like telling you I wanted to hire a doula before we went into labor with Lila? Are your feelings on that? I do, but I'm I, just, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember it. No. Oh, you, I know you, you do. Not, I know you do. Yeah, you yeah, are not but too I happy. Don't. You are too <laughs> yeah. excited about it. So now, you know, obviously, and you guys, he's not exaggerating. I did have like five doulas. Being a doula, there were certain doulas that are like, please, I want to be with you. And then there were also some doulas that I, I couldn't not have. Like they had to be my doulas. I, I was needy and was like, I have to have you. So I did it. There really was one point where every single person was – touching me and I was still like oh there's I need it here I need it here but now obviously I am a doula you've had doulas for the doula dads or for the moms out there that are wanting doulas would you recommend them I mean again yeah I'd recommend doulas and it I mean I don't feel like they helped me a ton they helped you a ton which is what was what what's important I mean it made you happy so I mean Yes, I absolutely would recommend. I mean, basically, if your wife wants one, get one. Because if she feels like it's going to make her happy, the likelihood of it making her happy is is, is going to is exponential. So just make sure that uh, you do what makes her happy, and then you'll be happy. Right. All right, Nick, do you remember those questions? <laughs> yeah, how do I feel about doulas, and do I recommend them now? Um, I... I thought our first one, uh, well, when we went to go look or interview some, we went to like kind of a group interview. I wasn't too interested in a doula. I also didn't see why we needed one. Just another person, because I knew we were, for the first, we we're going to have it on hospitals and nurses and other people like that that are going to be helping us. So why do we need to pay somebody else more to come and help? We picked somebody who is less experienced, and I, she, she bought us food bought us a meal and gave Julie a foot rub and that was that's all I felt. It was <laughs> it was good. good you called for. her the most expensive foot rub I ever had. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty so did much. you guys choose her because she was newer and less expensive? Did you guys choose choose her like what was the ultimate reason of yeah, at that point it was it was mostly uh for me it was mostly cost. I was like, well we're gonna okay. have to spend so much money at the hospital, why are we spending more money? Then the, you know, the second and our third ones were, you know, amazing. And I didn't mind with our second, when we interviewed her, you know, I, afterwards I felt very comfortable. I was like, okay, well, this is, this would be a lot easier. Um, I won't have to, it seems like she knows what she's talking about. I felt very comfortable and, and it was, it was really easy to have her around helping out 
doing this stuff that I guess um, I would be doing at home, but she was helping do. And it's the same with the third as well. But like we had interviewed other doulas for the second time uh, for the second kid as well. And a lot of those I didn't feel comfortable with, but the one we did with, I felt very comfortable with. So, I mean, I would recommend a doula now to people, but it, it it's up to finding the right person, like, you know, finding that right fit, like that personality-wise, um, how you feel emotionally, and just kind of a gut feeling on whether they will, you know, do you right or not. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that both of you would recommend a doula. <laughs> yeah, sure. that's good since um, we are doulas. <laughs> we are doulas, right? Like, we, we kind of are. Yeah. Okay. You know, I just, I want to hear what your guys' best memories were from our VBAC births. Like, what was it, what sticks out to you most in your mind? What sticks out most? Yeah, about um, RV, any VBAC. I mean, we've had a few, so you can just pick one if one memory from any. I, I had moments of freaking out, like um, we had a, our second birth was in uh, you know, a bowl of tub at home, and after the baby is born, pool start ha- gets all this blood, and I start freaking out. I'm like, is this, is this normal? Is she bleeding out? What, what's going on? Am I going to, what, what's going on? <laughs> and, and luckily, we had a good, good midwife and whatnot, and they were you're like, no, that's normal, it's expected, you know, but we'll, you know, keep an eye on it. And I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to be that, that horror story or that people rumor about or spread on the Internet. But, it, I mean, overall, each experience, each home birth has been just it's with a doula or no, it's been great. I mean, it's... Your well, favorite it's memory of, is of all the blood? <laughs> No, I don't know. I that, that's what I think about yeah, most. You like, have to clean it up. That's, that's what you so think funny. about. I didn't have to clean it up. That's my favorite. Well, I guess I got off track there. I don't, I don't yeah, know if you guys want to cut that out or not. Well, you you talked um, about what you think of most. So so yeah. So you think of that the most, and then what's what's your favorite? Like, what's the best thing that happened out of all those births? I I like being it just just already at home. Like we. As a baby, we had like in the subsequent births, our kids were there. It was just, it felt, it was comfortable. It was our house. It compared to being at the hospital with the beeps and the lights and the uncomfortable bed and the little couch of a bed they have for you or the chair. Um, it just wasn't comfortable or, or building up to a, a comfortable place, even with family and smells and stuff like that. It just didn't feel like a comfortable space. Whereas at home, it was just, it, just, it felt very comfortable. It was our space. We'd already created it. And just already being at home, there's no travel time. There's no worrying about how to get the kid home or anything like that. Yeah, plus we had pizza for dinner every time. Two babies born in the afternoon, pizza for dinner. One baby born in the morning, again, pizza for dinner. And guess what? I got to eat it, and that was the best. Pizza and birth go together, guys. <laughs> yes. All right, Rick, what is your best memory of our birth with Webster? I really liked that we were able to, like, walk around during our first two births. I just felt like we were trapped in that room and started, you know, getting a little bit claustrophobic, a little bit anxious of being in the same room. I don't remember how long we were. I think we were in there for at least 12 hours both times. Well, no, more than that. But 
at the at the bursar, it was nice because we were able to, you know, get up and go from room to room. But also there was a point where, I mean, we had him on, on July 1st. And so it was summer. It was nice and warm. And I just remember being able to go outside and, you know, breathe fresh air. And that was just such a nice change from the uh, from the hospital bursts. So that was probably my favorite part, just being able to move move around. And I don't know, maybe it felt like you were more in charge of uh, what was going to happen because you could actually leave the room. Yeah. I mean, we were all over the place for sure. And I think that's, that's definitely a highlight of mine too, is just feeling like, okay, I don't have to just be in this bed or in this, you know, five feet space around the bed. I could go outside, I could go to the bathroom, I could get in the tub, get out of the tub. I love that as well. So now that's your best memory. Now what's your funniest, what's the funniest moment or the funniest memory of the birth? I mean, for, for our birth, it was really long. Nick, you've got three births. You know, did Julie ever say anything funny or do anything funny or did the doulas or the midwives say anything funny? What was your, your funniest moment that, that you remember during the birth? And Nick, I'll turn it over back over to you. I think funny moment is like, you know, kind of a compilation of things. Like every going up to my sister's wedding party the night before, I'll be fine. It's, you know, contractions are only, you know, seven, eight minutes apart. We're good. You know, it's not going to happen. And then at the next middle of the night, three or four, whatever time it was, the water breaks you and it's all over the bed. And all I can think is, oh, so glad. So glad I just, that we spent, a few extra hundred dollars for a for a super expensive mattress cover that they're trying to sell when we bought our mattress. I was like, oh, I'm so glad because then I would have had to buy a whole new mattress and everything. But it was just like just that whole timeline that with our with our second kid. Right yeah, I love I love yeah, how these men and the finances finances are so focused <laughs> with men. Like, I would have had to buy a mattress. I love it though. That's awesome. And it still would have been cheaper than our hospital birth. <laughs> it probably still <laughs> All right, Rick. What's your funniest moment? The funniest moment in labor. I know my mine for you, but what is yours? No, no, there's a couple that were that were pretty funny. Um, I feel like you're baiting me into telling the story that's going to make me look bad to everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm baiting you. I'm, um, I'm, I yeah. need to hear the story. <laughs> so, it um, is pretty funny. Obviously, we've established Megan's needy. Um, she's also <laughs> very, very, very loud. And so she wanted to labor at home as, as long as she possibly could. And we don't have a huge home, but we have a home with, multiple rooms and she chose to labor in the room closest to our daughters at like four o'clock in the morning five o'clock in the morning it was three Um, three (laughs) a.m oh three o'clock three o'clock in the morning and i don't think you thought this was funny and and frankly i was kind of mad at you at that point actually Um, i was really mad at you but but i'm thinking it's funny now (laughs) yeah and so she chose the room right next to our our daughters, and she just every time a contraction hit, it she just was moaning as loud as she possibly could. That's how she was coping. And while she doesn't think she was loud, she was extremely loud. And uh, and so you know, 
she's worried, you know, about laboring. I'm, I'm worried about, you know, sleeping and I'm worried about my kids sleeping. So I grabbed her pillow. It was your pillow. Um, and I, uh, I gave her the pillow and told her that she needed to, uh, was it muzzle? No, muffle yourself. I said, I said, I said, oh yeah, I put it in your face and I said, (laughs) muffle yourself. (laughs) So, and, and, and guess what? The family slept great after that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was a moment that, and oh my gosh! So my cousin was with me at that very moment, and he literally just like gave it to me, like put it in my face, like muffle yourself. The kids are sleeping. Like we have kids that are sleeping, and I, I, I mean, I wish I had a camera for what my face looked like, but I took that pillow down and. My, it my wouldn't have mattered. A pillow was over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was so mad at you, but seriously. It's Why in like... the world did you pick the room closest to our kids? <laughs> it makes no now, sense now. whatsoever. Now, now. This is not <laughs> the time. <laughs> this is the time. Oh, Men, this is so what fun. you have to deal with when your wives try to be back. You can't sleep. You don't sleep. You, yeah. you don't sleep, and they get mad at you for being nice to everybody else in the family. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So, what's your other favorite one? The one I didn't beat you into. What's what's another favorite moment? Then I'm curious. It, this wasn't favorite. This was moment. funny. This was funny when you kept passing out after the after the birth. I don't know why everybody asked if I was scared. I probably should have been, but I wasn't. I don't know. I just felt safe in that environment, but. Um, it it was funny. So the first time, where you were so excited that you had just successfully be back, you were just ecstatic. And I'm holding. You were on that uh, stool. I'm holding you while you're holding our son. And all, you know, you're talking to everybody about how amazing it was. And then you just stop and kind of look at our, uh, our our son, and are just in awe. And then your your body just goes limp. So I had to you know tell the the five other doulas in the room that one of them needed to take our, uh, our son so that, you know, we could, we could lay you down. And then you woke up and, you know, we, we started getting you into the, into another room that had the bed and you passed out on the way there. And then I think probably the funniest time was when you're like, okay, I think I feel good. Like, I think I feel good enough and I need to go to the bathroom. And so you got up to go to the bathroom and passed out and, woke up on the floor and just looked at everybody and like, did I just pass out again? And everybody just laughed because, yes, yes, you had just passed out and fallen on the floor again. And granted, everybody caught her, so she didn't, like, have any injuries from falling, but it was just, it was entertaining. Yeah, I was, like, all my energy was just, like, gone. Like, it was so gone. I, like, had this feedback. It was so amazing. I was so happy. And it was just, like, good night, everybody, and totally just, passed out (laughs) well good to know good to know okay so yeah i'm gonna ask you one more question well hold on you said that you had a funniest moment that you were gonna share yeah tell us oh (laughs) yes so one of my funniest moments um, you can't leave your podcast hanging hanging on edge i cannot so and it probably isn't not even that funny but like (laughs) One of the funniest moments for me was, you know, Rick mentioned I had so many doulas, and I did. And there was one point where I was on the bed in the left side Sims, and 
I had everyone touching me, but there was one spot that I could tell was Rick. Absolutely could tell. And you guys, they were pushing so hard on, I had so much back labor and I would even call it butt labor because my baby was so low that I just had so much pressure all behind there. And so he was pressing on me and he was tired, you know, he needed a break. And anytime he would even like go to switch, I would just yell and I would like smack back and be like, I need you back. I need you back. I remember him just saying, I need a break. I was like, no, 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 come back. So that was kind of one of my funniest moments of just remembering, like I had so many hands on me, but I could remember exactly what hand was Rick's and I did not want him ever leaving my side. That is so cool. Like, I love that so much. It's probably getting close to the time we should wrap it up. So maybe what we can do is just let each guy leave your, your best advice for a husband and then anything else they want to say about us as doulas, us as mothers, us as laboring women, you know, anything. One final thought after your advice. Uh, do the research your wife is obviously doing about doulas and <laughs> I didn't do any of it. I kind of let my, let Julie do all of it and just kind of trusted her to make that decision and then and then have her slowly convince me to agree to it. My advice is just, you know, do that research. You know, learn what she's learning. It'll help your conversations and your decisions go so much easier, whether it's a home birth, hospital birth, VBAC, or another C-section, whatever it is. Just, just do that. So that way, you, you know, you feel informed, you feel in control, and, you know, if you want, if you choose to go with a doula, you know, find for somebody that fits right with not just your wife but with you because you're both going to be interacting with her. And if, you know, she interacts well with, you know, there's, to be honest, there's plenty of people in the doula community that get along with my wife that I find kind of tedious. And I don't think I would have agreed to have them as a doula in my home if, if I wasn't comfortable with them as well. You know, they're great people and all, but just personality-wise, you find that person that, as a doula, works well with you. Excellent. Excellent advice. Rick, take it away. Just be supportive of your wife as somebody who obviously wasn't as supportive as he he could have been. I I could have been much more supportive, so that would be my advice. Um, You're never going to know what they're going through you'll never understand what they're going through. And so if you can be supportive of, of kind of what they're, what they're wanting to accomplish with their, their birth, I, your life will be, will be a lot better and, you know, be, be involved. Even if you uh, don't know a ton about what they're, what they're wanting to do, you know, to, to next point, you know, do a little bit of research and, you know, because the fact that you're you're researching something that's going to make them, uh, you know, happy is is, is just going to benefit uh, benefit your life. And uh, some some parting thoughts on on you two women. Well, maybe and this is like some advice as well for the for the men. I still think that uh, doulas are crazy. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, you know they're they're just birth nuts like birth fanatics and um it uh it it works for um other other women and i I, you know i've seen what uh you know how wonderful it's been for 
for my wife. But uh, yeah, no, there's there's never going to be a time when I don't think you guys are crazy. You know, <laughs> Julie brought up bringing uh, placentas home. Yeah, that's yeah. still disgusting. <laughs> um, and but again, you know, do do <laughs> support support your wife as uh, you know as, as much as possible through through this experience because I mean it is something that's very personal to uh, to them. Whereas for us, it's like awesome. This is a transaction. You know, I get a baby out of it, and the wife's happy. You know, that that's going to be what you're what you're wanting to do. So wonderful. Okay, well, guys, thank you so much. All our listeners, our women of strength, we could not do this without these two men right here beside us or, in our case, on different floors of the house because, you know, echo. But (laughs) we really, really appreciate them. And so uh, take a minute and give them, like, a pretend imaginary high five because they put up with lots of sleepless nights, lots of taking care of the children while we stay up till 2 a.m. writing a manual or or four-hour blocks of time a couple times a month to record podcast episodes and so many more things that, that we probably aren't even aware of. And so these are the... Yeah, thanks for stealing our wise listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, and we know that... that um, you are, support us, and we know that you love us, and we're grateful to you for that. So thank you so much for sharing your, your personal moments with our listeners tonight, and thank you for all you do to support us as well. Definitely appreciate you guys so much. Interested in sharing your story? Submit the form on our website, thevbacklink.com slash share. For more information on all things VBAC, including our VBAC classes, the VBAC blog, and our bios, head over to thevbaclink.com. We are excited for you to start your journey of learning and discovery with us.